to give res show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. K-Fade was a way to give res show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Ladies and gentlemen, heels and faces, casual wrestling fans, and all you smart marks, I'm Kayfabe AJ. And I'm Kayfabe Focus. And I'm E.A. And this is Kayfabe Avenue. And tonight we're bringing you the AEW Dynamite wrap-up. Just a few short minutes. Uh, actually, like about an hour out now from Dynamite. We got the results of last night's AEW award. So gentlemen, you want to run that down before we get straight into this dynamite? Sure. Say, you gonna, you got it Focus. Go ahead. All right, um, so the first, um, the first category was best moment on the mic. And the, the, um, the nominees were MJF, we deserve better speech. Cody Rose accept the door collar match. John Moxley accepts Inner Circle Invitation. Brandy Rose confronts Jay Cargill. And Orange Cassidy debates with Chris Jericho. And the winner of that category was Cody Rose accepts Dog Collar Match. How y'all feel about that? So yesterday, I believe we all agree Orange Cassidy uh, for the simple fact that he was unexpected to have any type of promo work or anything like that. Right. So, I mean, I, I guess I think I picked Cody Rose. I think no, I picked, I picked Cody. We we I think made, I picked yeah, Cody, Cody Rose because of his intensity in that promo. Like I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I I definitely went for Aris Cassidy last night. So, um, okay, it goes to Cody. What was the next result? Um, next category is the biggest surprise. The nominees was Matt Hardy's debut. Jake the Snake Roberts confronts Cody. Brody Lee arrives as the exalted one, Sting's AEW debut, and Miro revealed as the best man. And the winner for that is Sting's AEW's debut. Obviously, I, that was horrible. Already, we said it. We knew it was going to be Sting. But Dang. in reality, it should have been Brody Lee. Yeah. We, we went into full detail in our prediction, AEW award prediction show last night. So guys, check that out. Um, we had a lot of insight into the picks and yep. what we thought they should have been. We even thought a lot of people in, in this list were left out. Yeah, there was a lot of people in this list. So check that show out. Um, it's on YouTube as well as all the uh, podcast streaming platforms. So check that out. But right. what was the next one? The next, the next category is Breakout Star for Mill. And it's the, the nominees are Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston, and John Silver, and the winner is Darby Allen. How y'all feel? You know we picked John Silver, our boy John Silver, and I felt um Johnny Hungy. I feel like it was split between the the people who really watch all of the product, BTE, everything included, right. and maybe the viewers who just watch Dynamite. Based off Dynamite, I feel like <laughs> would have went that direction with a Darby Allen. If you watch BTE and you see the rise of the Dark Order over this past year, Don Silva should have been a shoe in. So, and I really wanted um like I felt like um Ricky Starks got snubbed out, like he deserved to at least be nominated because he's been having a phenomenal year with the Taz shit and him and Will Hobbs and, and um Brian Cage and Taz like they've been they've been dope. So I feel like not even getting nominated was like a, you know what I mean. That's like that was a slap in the face for them. Yeah, like that was some bullshit. Yeah, there's, uh, a, there's, a, there's a couple of people that I felt that same way for. All right, the next category is Breakout Star Female. And the nominees was Hakura Shida, 
anything Tay Conti, Big Swole, and Penelope Ford. And the winner was Hakura Shida. Obviously. Nah, man. Why like, you break our star if you were pretty much champ for like you was a champ for like six, seven months. Probably than that at this point. And she never drew a dime. She should have not even been on the category. You know what I'm saying? Like you the champ. You got outshined by the NWA women's title and, and the women fighting for that. And the J should have won this one. It'd be the breakout star, but we we kind of saw that coming. Yeah. All right. Next category is the biggest beatdown. And the nominees are the Inner Circle Jumps Orange Cassidy, the Dark Order Attacks the Nightmare Family, Nyla Rose put Rio plus Sheeta through tables, Brian Cage sneaks attack John Moxley, and the Nightmare Family and the Inner Circle Brawl. And the winner for that is the Inner Circle Jumps Orange Cassidy. I don't agree with that. We nah, we went with the Dark Order attacks the Nightmare Family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you break the TNT Championship of old, the one that was supposed to be of sentimental value to Cody, the original champion with the original belt that was a prototype, not finished. He destroyed the belt and whipped his ass with it. Yeah. Um, you had the story. You had the fact that the New Order was establishing dominance. Brody Lee was establishing his reign. I I I feel and like Jake puts Granny to sleep. Like it was a, it was a lot of elements in that. Yeah, there was there was a lot of things that, and they even brought out Dustin and QT knocked out. Like there was so it was a elements. whole nightmare family. There was so much elements in that segment that it should have been it should have been a shoe in. But I, yo, who's voting for this shit? Like <laughs> like did the fans uh, vote in? Like <laughs> they weren't really clear on on who. Who was voting? What the voting system looked like? Yeah, like, like, can we get votes in? Like, what the fuck? Like, that the fans be in charge of the voting, or or even adding to the process of, of who should be in these kind of nominated? Yeah, different, completely different lineup. All right, the next category is the High Flyer Award. The nominees are Ray Phoenix, Mark Quinn. Nick Jackson and the Bastard Pac with the winner going to Ray Phoenix. I think we all chose Ray Phoenix. I you yeah. know, he's been on fire all last year. His moves is, is even though um blasphemy, Sammy Guevara wasn't even a he, he should have been nominated. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. Sammy should have been in this list at least. They they credit a lot of the moments throughout the year and the people who perform these moves and forget who was getting the move performed on. And the fact that he did his own thing. Come on. But, all right. Um, Next category is the hardest moment to clean up after, whatever the fuck that means. The janitor um, award. Yeah, the janitor. Yeah, the close to the janitor, the niggas that clean up fucking <laughs> the daily's place. I hope that's who wins this shit. <laughs> um, Orange Cassidy drops orange juice on the inner circle. The parking lot brawl. The Bunk House match and Big Swole dumps garbage on Britt Baker with the winner going to the parking lot bro, which is Proud and Powerful versus um the best friends, which I thought was a like it was out of that in the bunk house match because I thought that match was yeah, good. Bunkhouse match. It was yeah, we went with the bunkhouse match, but the parking lot brawl was pretty good. It could have went either way. So I'm not too mad at that. that yeah. The next the next category is the bi the biggest FTW moment. Cody Rose steel cage moonsault. Sammy Guevara hit by a golf cart. Kenny Omega wins the AEW World Championships and walks out of AEW. Bloody Britt Baker versus Haku Rashida. And the Young Bucks frog splash off the stadium railing with the winner going to Kenny Omega wins the AEW Championship and walks out. How y'all feel? We knew I don't know, man. This isn't what I expected. I feel like um, I should have went to something that was more shocking because it was like I had a feeling since Cows was starting to show up that's, that there was going to start involving Impact in a way and she and him walk out of AEW and go to Impact. It wasn't really that shocking to me. I felt like Cody doing that, that Musa off the cage onto Warlow, that was something shocking. That was like, oh, wow. Yeah, Cody never so did something fun. like that. I, that's that was very unexpected from Cody. 
and everything else is like oh bit Brit, bloody Brit Baker like it's like he she got a little bit of color because you know she uh, broke her nose and shit like that but so what it's like I went with the young bucks off the um stadium but I I don't know um, I I guess whatever Kenny wins that. How you feel, um, AJ? I already knew that was gonna happen, and I and I said it. I was like, "There's either two versions of we didn't know exactly what what the fuck means." Um, so we were like, "Is it what the fuck?" Yeah, or like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> it could have been flipped and anyway. I think it was the cringy, like, "What the fuck?" with Kenny Omega, and that's exactly what happened. Um, why uh, is this moment being compared to the screw job when? Kenny Omega was all in the right for doing what he did. John Moxley attacked Don Callis. Why? Because Don Callis ain't mind his business and he got up off a commentary. And AEW forgets the rules 90% of the time. So now all of a sudden that he brings a hardcore element to the most hardcore champion so far in AEW, right? Barb wires and all this, right? Unsanctioned matches and it's a screw job. Whatever. Okay. Next category is um, crap. <laughs> um, next category is the LOL award, which is the nominees are Jericho or MJF, the dinner debonair, Britt Baker waxes Tony Schiavone, the Young Bucks kick MJF into a pool, the inner circle Vegas trip, and the winner goes to the Young Bucks kick MJF in the pool. How y'all feel? I went with the Vegas trip. I thought that shit was hilarious. The whole trip, it was two segments throughout the night. Yeah, it was the it was best. So much, it was so much the shit best. going on. The best. That shit was hilarious to me. Yeah. That, that should have not even been there, yo. That, that fucking musical, that shit should have not even been on the list. That should be for the cringy award of the year. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> which one won, you said? And that what? Which one won? Oh, the Young Bucks kick MJF in a pool. Trash. That was the moment. I don't even. I don't even remember that. Who is voting this shit, yo? <laughs> like, who is voting this? Was that was that during Jericho's cruise? So nothing. That was during Jericho's cruise. It was. Yeah, I remember now. Was there nothing that John Silver did this year that was more hilarious than someone getting kicked in a pool? No, John Silver mentioned in this category. He did a whole bunch. He was he not even nominated, bro. Who's voting this crap? Who vote this crap? Like I <laughs> got the, the 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 debonair shit shit storm. <laughs> Win this shit, then then a super kick into the pool. Come on, guys. I thought the inner circle like that was that funny though. Like I the inner circle Vegas trip was hilarious. I thought like, that was way better. Like get out of here. Or the Tony Shavani, the Britt Baker Tony Shavani was even funnier than that. AEW is known for comedy at this point, it, like so much comedy. And this was the LOL choices. Who voting? Oh, oh. this was this was trash. <laughs> All right, was that, was that the last one? Now nah, we got two more, two more. Okay. The next um, the next category is the best Twitter follow, and the nominees are MJF. Orange Cassidy, Dr. Britt Baker, and Nyla Rose with the winner going to Nyla Rose. No. How? How, Sway? Yo, bro. Yo, bro. MJF is hilarious. Where's the Kanye West? How, Sway? He is hilarious, yo. Him and I is always shooting on Twitter. And you're talking about my two favorite. Him and I and Sheik are my two favorite right now on Twitter to follow. He and you know what's crazy? He's not scared to holler back at, at fans. He was snapped right back at a fan. He's shitting on Brody Lee Jr. He talked talk to every. He talked shit to everybody about everybody. Or like he's hilarious. I know. I know he, he is, he's he's but he is so funny. On I don't. I, I don't even know what Nyla Rose does on Twitter. Like, <laughs> like, right. like what the fuck is going on? Yo, who's voting this chick? Yeah, <laughs> who's who's voting this crap? <laughs> you know, I mean? like who's voting we need the triple late side. We need the triple late side. Who's voting this crap? <laughs> and the last, the last category is the Bleacher Report pay per view moment of the year, and the nominees are the Stampede Stadium match, 
Moxley wins the AEW championship. Sheeta wins the AEW women's championship. Omega and Paige defeat the Young Bucks. Darby Allen wins the TNT title from Cody. And the Young Bucks win the AEW championship. And now the winner is the Stampede Stadium match. How y'all feel? I kind of picked the Stampede Stadium. You know what I feel about this? You know what I feel about this? Let's go, Cornette. Let's go, Cornette. Cornette bars. <laughs> Nothing but garbage, gang. Nothing but garbage. Nothing. You can't even see it, right? <laughs> Nothing but garbage, gang. <laughs> Get your macho man right. bars. Oh. I, I should have went to the... the it should have went to the page and the Bucks and, and Mega like that, that match. Was, that, that was the five star match. That shouldn't be up for debate. That 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 match was better. I understand no, that I understand the stadium match was innovative. It was different. It was something we never seen before. But that wasn't no five. It was a comedy match more than a fucking real match. Like the like that tag team match. Exactly. But whatever. But yeah, that's our. That's the awards. And you know what makes it worse? Most of it that won this shit is all the um the the it's either the inner circle or or the elite. It's bias gang. Did we not Which team ties? Pay to book themselves. Yo, they ain't even get nominated, bro. Not one of them. Not one of them. No bias gang. They you just gave each other. How a moment have been? The LOL is on um, Lance Archer. No, no, I would have rather it been Lance Archer putting that dude through the, through the ceiling. Yup. <laughs> just walking by, just threw a dude through the ceiling and walked away. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. There were so many better choices th throughout this year, but. Well, yeah, like. We awards from BR Live. So we promised we'd give you the results on that. And we came through. Whatever, whatever. Let's skip on past that and let's go straight down uh, the, the card of AW Dynamite. And the show starts with Eddie Kingston versus the Murder Hawk monster Lance Archer. I had some technical difficulties in the beginning of the show, but I'm glad that I went back and watched. It was a good match. Yeah, it was decent. It was decent. Match. It, was decent. it was better than what I expected with Eddie. Eddie Kingston is not a wrestler's wrestler. He's not technical at all. He's good for taking hits and throwing punches. But the moves that he was doing with Lance Archer, specifically like the choke slam on the apron and a couple like heavy-handed stuff, it was really good. Um, Lance Archer usually doesn't work with like bigger sized guys. He usually with these small stature dudes, throwing them around, tossing them, quick matches. Yeah. This was actually like, what, a good 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, it was good. It was decent. So... And it was, was better than it was I, a very hard hitting match. Yeah, and it was better and, and like um it was better than what I expected from Eddie Kingston from what we've seen before. He took a lot of hard bumps and he got up and he kept fighting. He got some offense to him too. It wasn't like um Lance Archer was oh, it wasn't response by any means. You know what I mean? So it was definitely it was definitely a good match, you know what I'm saying? And then and then you had the butcher and the blade and the bunny beating up uh Jake the Snake. Yeah, they brought yeah, him out. They ended up dragging him from backstage. Because yeah. Archer wanted a fair fight. Yeah, he um in the beginning of the match he took. So um, you've been you was asking throughout the match like, is Lance Archer turning face? Like, is that what we're getting? It and seems it's that way because Eddie Kingston is like an in between kind of dude. You like him against certain people, you hate him against others. I I really don't understand the pairing of Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston, but this was probably one of Eddie Kingston's better matches. Yeah, I'd even probably put this over him, and Moxley, and that was a championship match. Yeah, and that was a um, that was like a street fight or something, right? No disqualification, like they yeah, it was like uh, I quit match. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an I quit match. So, so, um, like Focus said, the butcher and the blade come out. The bunny also comes out, um, hooded up. I didn't really recognize that at first, but it was the bunny slides in some brass knuckles, or as um, I believe Jr. said, the knuckle dusters. I was like, the knuckle testers. Shout out to y'all. Is this Grand Theft Auto 3? Like, where we get the knuckle <laughs> dusters from? Shout out to y'all. So, uh, <laughs> he, 
gotta love JR, man. Kingston, the knuckle dusters, and he ends up not punching him with it, but like backhanding him. Yeah, with it, pulled it off really good. It looked really good on TV. Um, knocks Lance Archer out in a in a good way. One, two, three is over. So Eddie Kingston surprisingly with the win. I was upset victory. Lots in my mind were going towards Lance Archer for this. So um, I actually want to see this continue. Maybe get a yeah. uh, I think it's gonna be a story building. I want to see a hardcore match too. So yeah, I think it's gonna be a definitely a story building. It's gonna it's gonna continue. Lance is gonna definitely gonna be a revolution. Yeah, revolution is when March, I believe, right? Yeah, like we have a month away, and they're already promoting their first match. Yeah, well, they they kind of announced a lot of matches um already. But next week and the pay per view. Yeah, yep. the pay per view. That's that's right. Yeah. So, um, I give it like a seven. I give it a seven. I give it like a seven and a half. Yeah, it was dope. It wasn't that. It wasn't. I give it, it an eight. An opener. No, that was I an eight. Wow, you usually you usually rank lower than us. That's so. That means that was a pretty. You, you really gotta look at that choke slam to the apron. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt me. To the, to the outside. That that shit was crazy. That shit looked like it hurt him. Like, and then, and then there it was. I felt like there was really good psychology as they bought Jake the Snake, and Eddie Kingston got the win with the knuckle duster. So, you know, I made it made um both of them look strong because um. You know, Lance Archer didn't lose clean, so yeah, yeah it's true, and it gives us uh, more storyline threads to pull on this, and uh, continue to have them some like give them something to do. This was the the first time that I was actually interested in in the pairing between the two. Yeah, so definitely a dope, uh, opener. dope opener. After that, we we head on to a little promo from. John Moxley, the champion, talking about the whole situation with the match at Beach Break, which is next week, like you said. And I believe it's him, Ray Phoenix, and Pac versus the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. So, you know, a lot of people who can't even stand each other being paired together in a match. So he's pretty much talking about the high volatile situation that he's in and you know, he's interested. He's with the shit. That's basically what he's been saying for the past couple of weeks. Oh, Kenny, you want to bring impact guys? You want to bring the bullet club or whatever? You don't know who's the bullet club. You don't know who's the elite. I'm with the shits. Bring them all. They all got to come through me. So you already know what to expect from a Moxley promo. Like he's going to, he, he talk from the heart. You know what I mean? And he speak with conviction. It sounds believable. So you already know what it is with him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, gonna have to get ready for gang warfare. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, that's how you ended. That was that was a good way to end it. Um, next up we have Sting and Darby Allen. They're finally together in segments, guys. No more. Uh, Darby's in trouble, and Sting comes out and doesn't talk and just stands there monotone, and, and uh, everybody just scatters and runs. And and they're apparently in the the old WCW Thunder Warehouse. That's what it looked like, right? Yeah. You saw that song, man. So it was a laughable promo to me. Darby trying to like up the mystique in his promo and then ends up hilariously trying to throw the skateboard through the glass and it came off so weak. Um, That's supposed to scare somebody? So you threw your skateboard out the window? Like what that mean? And then Sting breaking the windows with his, okay, whatever. He's Yo, like, it took him a lot of effort and a lot of wins just to do that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? He's saying. Puffing and puffing. The, the, the face paint was dripping already at, at that fifth. He was already sweating. Like, that shit took all his energy. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he had a few black tears coming down after that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, whatever. Nah, nah, joke, jokes aside, Sting was actually the better part of that promo. Yeah. And he was the believable part of that promo. Pretty much yeah. something, you know, you, you want to take it to the street, you know, I we can do that. Smash is about six windows. If you want to smash something, you do it like Sting did. The yeah. Skateboard out the window uh, didn't really give the effect. It made me laugh more so than yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's talking business. No, no. It, it made me laugh leading into Sting trying to take it serious. So at least uh, Sting saved the promo for me. <laughs> yeah, it, but, yo, but the thing is, is like, yo, you realize 
we have like five weeks away until the pay-per-view. So we, it's five weeks of these type of promos that they're going to be doing every fucking week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or segment, little segments yeah. where they in the random place. They're going to be like, they're going to be like, I'm already. They're going to be like, hi, I, I, I'm, st- I'm staying and welcome to Darby Allen's jackass. And he's going to push him off the ramp. <laughs> he's gonna help zip him in the body bag so he can yeah. throw, <laughs> yeah. throw him somewhere. I, I don't know. He's I'm gonna catapult him into his kitchen. I think they took so long with the mysterious angle of their characters, and they still haven't fully explained why they even decided to pair it. Besides the fact that everybody already thought they would pair it, um, because they like turtles. I feel like they stressed it too long, and now that you say five weeks, do I want to go through five more weeks of these promos? Yes. Do you? Yeah. Nah, I don't. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jump out the window. And say no. Yeah, I'm just. I'm interested to see what how they pull it off. Hopefully, they they'll make it squarely. Like if we, because I want to see other matches promos too. Like I don't just always. I want to see a Thunder Rosa. And Britt Baker promo, like Britt Baker invites her into a waiting room. Well, hopefully they rotate the next five weeks like that. That's week. what I'm saying. Like, like rotate them. Don't always just let it be the same shit all every week. You know what I mean? But if it's five weeks straight of it's staying. Right. You know, I don't know. Harvey just acting mysterious. I'm going to get sick of it. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm going to get sick of it. I like turtles. Um, Chris Jones. They're staying. I would, I wrote you, but you still ain't call us. We got Chris Jericho and MJF versus the Varsity Blondes. Um, Griff, Stone Cold Griff Garrison and Flying Brian. This is the best I think the Varsity Blondes look as this, a tag team. This was a great match. And great they finally had somebody in the ring that can actually make them look better. Not only that, I feel like Jericho has been kind of not slipping, but a little rusty he hasn't been rusting a lot so yeah. the last couple of times we did see him it didn't he didn't look you know like a hundred percent chris jericho yeah this match you know he looked a little better hit all hit the lion salt um caught a, a judas effect midair to griff garrison stone cold griff garrison uh griff garrison <laughs> you know what's funny is the more i see him wrestle the more I could picture him bald and actually probably going that angle. If, yeah, if, if, be too, if be he got more built up and muscular and eventually went bald in five, ten years, I could see him being like Stone Cold Griff Garrison. Uh, I don't want to, um, I don't know, too cheesy, too predictable. That Stone Cold Griff make Garrison. We that. got Flying Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, make your own right, idea. You know what? Right now he's right now he's stunning Griff Garrison. <laughs> According to well, yeah, stunning Griff Garrison. Stunning, yeah, we got stunning Griff Garrison right now. Um, yeah, he took a good Judas effect, so you know the inner circle could pick up the win. Inner circle was completely surrounded the ring for this. Um, I'm still upset that. Um, Pride and Powerful are not the fucking main tag team of the Inner Circle. It just doesn't make sense to me. Period. Um, it was on Dark last night. They caught a win on Dark last night, but we want them to start getting in the ranks, man. Like, they really the legitimate tag team in the, in the Inner Circle. Like, everybody else is just made up from single stars. Like, we gotta cut the shit already. Like, what are we doing? But We're, uh, we're trying to market MJF and Chris Jericho, apparently. Whatever. I mean, that match, that match is, you know, eventually coming down the line. But I don't like when certain things are phoned in. And it's like, the only thing that's interesting me in this entire inner circle situation is Sammy Guevara. Sammy, and the fact that yeah, hopefully Sammy goes on his own and starts doing his own thing. He doesn't need the inner circle anymore. Yeah. So um, that's the only storyline thread in that whole thing that I enjoy. I want to see um, Sammy... BMJ's MJF's facing pretty much. I think Sammy's ready for a, t- a, a TNT shot. Like he he's a breakout from that group as a as a solo um, wrestler. He's very impressive, and I think him and Darby will put on a dope match. You know what I'm and saying? The thing is, 
I don't I don't think he the inner circle needs to break up, and I don't think Sammy needs to necessarily leave the inner circle. Right, he to drop this MJF shit. It is he won't we or just get to it already. Just get to it already. It's you know what? He, months for he, months, he, he, he needs somebody to watch his back. He's just talking about it. It's putting E to sleep. <laughs> you know? So let's move on. We get uh, a little recap of the AW Wars that we ran down earlier in the, in the show. And yep. we got a message from Shaq from that show. And basically calling out uh, Cody Rose when, where. Um, I'm ready. I've been training for a couple of months. Does anybody really want to see Shaq in this match? Yo, uh, yo, unless unless they have a battle rap competition, and then Shaq is saying, "Yo, Cody, how my ass tastes? How my ass tastes, Cody? How my ass tastes?" I should have a, 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 a the only way I, I I accept it at this point. Yo, but Shaq don't have yo. He literally retired because he fucked up his Achilles tendons on the basketball court. He had to retire. He couldn't even finish that season. Why are you trying to wrestle, bro? Like, yo, God I mean, forbid, not, fuck your leg up again. That's really not rare in, in wrestling, honestly, because depending on the style that you choose in wrestling, you can hide your injuries. People like oh, the rock. He's a, but he's oh, a big, you gotta understand, he's a big guy. He's a big, he's a big guy. You know what I'm saying? And this he probably is replaced his ankle, so he good. Like, yo, but, come on, man. There's what been various people who've been injured in other sports like basketball, like, um, um, Football, like The Rock, and I believe even Undertaker, who used to be a basketball player, Kane, who used to be basketball players, um, you know, they used to do other sports and injured themselves and couldn't do it and managed to find a new career in WWE or wrestling world, period. So that's not out the realm of, of uh, possibility that he could give a match, but Shaq learning to wrestle at this time of his mm-hmm. life Yo, listen, I love Shaq. I love Shaq. His on, on, on. manager role, old celebrity in AEW, something like that. Like I love Shaq. You don't get me wrong. Like I always watch um T- Inside Sports TNT with him, Kenny, and, and and Barkley and them. And you know what I mean? Of course, he's a character. He's hilarious on there and all that. I don't want to see this right now. No, no, I don't yeah, want to see but this. I don't. We... I don't have no confidence at all on Shaq doing anything crazy in this match. Yeah, let's put a pin in that for a second before we continue on with the show. Let's uh, take a quick break to our sponsors, the people who keep the lights on, keep this kayfabe avenue train moving, and we'll Cheers. be right back after these messages. Yeah. And we're back. Uh, we left off with Shaq and his uh, little promo from the AEW Awards. Uh, pretty much giving the challenge to Cody Rhodes. So... This leads directly into Tony Schiavone in the ring, and he's interviewing Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson, and pretty much talking about what we just saw as far as Shaq and the situation with Cody and Cody's pretty much. Um, I don't know if he was accepting the match. Really, he was talking about the fact that he wished he can say that they can have this match. Brandy is pregnant. And um, you know, getting the cheap pops uh, for the crowd for that, yeah. And, um, pretty much downplaying the fact that they're gonna have this match. Arn Anderson finally speaks up, finally sounds like a manager, and <laughs> tells him that there's something he wants to see. Brings out Red Velvet, obviously, who you know we've been saying for maybe we know we Brandy's just gonna be replaced with Brandy. So Red Velvet, little Brand Brand Rhodes comes out. She got fire in her eyes, and this is what uh, Arn wanted to show him. Um, you guys are blind. You just you just realized that she's been getting her ass whooped in place of Brandy. Uh, you, you know, none of that. No rundowns, no nothing. You know, okay, we waited this long. But nonetheless, the match... She's not even part of the Nightmare family, technically. That what? She's not even part of the Nightmare family, technically. She's uh Brandy's clone, so she's automatically. She's automatically. She's in the fam already. <laughs> so this was an obvious pick. We already saw this coming. Yeah, we saw it coming, but I really wished they would have took this opportunity to book a really good female talent that can carry a division. You know, right. or bring in somebody new. You're bringing in someone like 
with the spectacle of Shaq celebrity status. You got someone who looks like she was built out of marble uh, and, and jade. So, you know, we should have had someone who, storyline-wise, it makes perfect sense. I understand it completely. Right. But I wanted someone with uh, more impact to to being added to this. This was kind of shoot, shoehorned in. Yeah. So any any thoughts on that before we move on? I mean, good promo. She she cut a dope promo. It was strong. And um, I just want to see what happens. I, I'm I'm anxious to actually see what Jay could do. You know what I'm saying? She looks. I she think. Looks I, I think. I think Rod Velvet's been been proven a lot on on um, AEW Dark, and you know, being at Dr. Britt Baker's waiting room a couple weeks ago and everything, and now she's basically cutting this promo and everything that she obviously had to rehearse a couple times to get it down packed, but, but you know, it, it's good. I, I think I think it's a great improvement. You know, I I do I feel like she's gonna be good against Jay Cargill? I don't know, because nobody has seen Jay Cargill in the either. But I know that Red Velvet's kind of good, so she's probably gonna stir it up real nice. Let's see what happens. You know, I'm, I, I just wanna see what, what Jay could do. You know what I'm saying? Brandy was the one who handpicked her in the Nightmare Factory herself to to call up and put okay. a record story okay. with her. This, this is no, you know, Red Velvet slander. I just really wish they would have took this opportunity to have somebody like match, maybe not the star power of Shaq, but the weight in the wrestling business, you know, bring someone in. Um, yeah. You know, somebody who we know, oh shit, game changer. She could change the women's division right now. Tessa. <laughs> Sadly, that's someone who would, would shake it, but maybe Valkyrie her contracts up or yeah. you know yeah. up soon. So that makes sense. So let's move on from that. We have Hangman Adam Page. Boo, fuck Hangman. Fuck Hangman. Fuck Hangman. <laughs> versus Ryan Nemeth, aka. Don Zigzag, baby Ziggler, a baby Ziggler. Look, AKA just like a crazy Ziggler's brother, aka oh. not the one that killed somebody. Damn, Look, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Oh, um, just like him too is crazy. I'm right? calling him Don Zigzag because I feel like AW dropped the ball with the opportunity to rib WWE, and instead uh, of him being like Don. Ziggler or something, he could have been Don Zigzag, and his finisher was the Ziggler. That's too, that's too <laughs> petty. It's too petty, bro. Too petty of a <laughs> Let him be his own man. All jokes aside, but yeah, he's he's definitely standing out his own man. But he reminds me of Dolph rookie days when he first debuted the Dolph Ziggler gimmick, blonde hair, really short, you know, trunks. You know, remind me just like his brother. Yeah, so that's the you know that's where the the joke comes from. But he look he actually looked good though. Like I was like this was a great match. match. This he was good. Match. You know um, what I mean? He was taking the bumps. He, he he got his offense off for Hangman, and um, I'm I want to see more of him. I'm glad that they debuted him on Dynamite, so they're like dark or something. You know yeah, what I'm that saying? Was a, that was a big change too. They so usually gotta, don't debut people like that on on Dynamite unless they're yeah. like heavy hitters. So, so I guess they already know the caliber of wrestler he is, and, and I mean, you gotta you gotta look at his his brother as probably an example of what maybe he can bring to the table. Exactly, Dolph Ziggler is a you know top of the line amateur wrestler, and you know behind the scenes, and not only that has so much knowledge and you know history in WWE. Yeah, so, so he has that in his family, has someone who can he can spar with, who he can train with. To get his points, can, can get insight from, you know. So, you know, I expect definite uh, big things from Ryan. Yeah, dope match. I give it. I give it a seven point five. It was. It was more. It was what I um, most better than what I expected. You know what I'm saying? And and he looked like he could go. And I want to see more of him. Definitely. You know what yeah. I mean? So, Hangman Page pulls off his win with like a spinning discus, uh, fit, and then ends up hitting him with a. With the buckshot. Clothesline off the ropes, setting him up for the buckshot. So a series of 
clotheslines, hit him with the buckshot lariat. And um, wait, um, Matt Hardy also came out too. Mm-hmm. I, I grade this match at eight, and yeah, Matt Hardy definitely did come up. But before that, what do you grade the match, Focus? Yeah, I give it a seven point five. It was a, uh, I would say it was like a seven. It was pretty good. Um, Hangman definitely carried this match, and um, and Ryan and Ryan did a great job. Um, this is he should be somebody that they should probably keep on dark and everything. Um, you know, not no much to say about that. There's not really much storyline going except for the fact that Matt Hardy came out and uh, basically saying that uh, he has Hangman's back, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, offering his services without pressuring him any, you know, contract or service, you know. He was already scheming. He's scheming. He's scheming. But, you know, it's the obvious money match scheme. He's scheming. Maybe, maybe this is the one offer that Hangman Page actually accepts. But for the next couple of weeks, I'm probably going to say, fuck Hangman. Fuck <laughs> Hangman. Fuck Hangman for denying the Dark Order's uh, invitation to join the group last disrespect week. The Cowboys How dare you hurt John Silver the way you did? You're going to disrespect Cowboy shit? <laughs> Yeah, he disrespected the Dark Order. But yeah, um, Matt Hardy offered, offering his services. So that's an interesting, uh, you know, storyline thread to pull on going forward. And I'm actually interested for once in his group private party that turned heel last week. So probably trying to add to his ranks with Hangman Page. We'll, we'll see where that, where that goes. Yeah. But next up, we have Cash Wheeler and Tully Blanchard, who's handcuffed. Two Luchasaurus for the matchup of Jungle Boy versus Dax Harwood. And great fucking match. Yeah, match of the night. Right now, match of the night. My opinion, match of the night. Both of them was doing a lot of... Yo, Jungle Boy, man, I I told you earlier, he came a long way, man. That boy could go. And it looked like he's getting better every time, every time. You think he's transitioning to Jungle Man? Like yeah, we gotta put some respect on him now. You know what I mean? We got that's that's why that's why they changed the song. You know what I'm saying? Um, dope match. There was there was a, a lot of um, he got a lot of offense off on him too. Uh, but the, a lot of funny shit was while um, Tully and, and, and Dax was outside. Um, um, Luchasaurus was holding him like this <laughs> while they were trying to run to the ring and they they handcuffed. That yeah, shit was it funny. Was funny. Yeah, they were showing a lot of shots of that with them trying to like reach to the ring. Obviously, you ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? But it was that was hilarious. Oh, um, big boy. You know what I mean? But no, was, I was surprised that this match was the fact that Jungle Boy actually pulled off the win. Yeah, he got the win. You know what I'm saying? Um, this was match of the night. I give it a, a, a eight, maybe an eight point five. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I definitely give this like an eight point five. It was fire. Like this is one. You I, go back I give this. I give this match a nod because they have, they had very different styles of mat of of yeah. clashing. You know, Cash is more like a, a a technical wrestler, and Jungle Boy is more of like a a quick place high fly. You know, and you know they meshed so well in this match. <laughs> there was a lot of good ring chemistry and everything in this. Yeah. and you know even with Tully and. And uh, Dax and, and outside and everything with um, Luchasaurus, you saw how how much they wanted to get in and try to uh, help that. I mean, Cash and uh, you know, but Lucha wasn't trying to do it. I think it was a it was a great story all around. No, you is yeah. Dax. Dax hard was in there. It's it's so hard to remember yeah. who, who Dax and Cash. Uh, we com- we confuse it all the time. You yeah, know with, I mean? with the WWE like, change of the names, but it was Dax. He was fighting. This- Dope match. Dope match. I, I agree with what Focus said. Um, I feel like with Dax's style and Cash's style, they're old school guys. If you can have a great matchup with these guys, it shows that you can go. And Jungle Boy has always been the high flyer. Um, he has a high flying technical style, I would say. Yeah. But um, FTR, they're traditionalists. So you know, great match. And I was shocked. He shocked. Not shocked because he. They showcase him in big ways. Jericho gave him the rub. He's yeah. had a few instances where he's had good showcases, but they kind of like, you know, he goes up and down with it. Um, hopefully this is a rise for him. Hopefully yeah. this even propels them past FTR 
maybe into the title picture. Yeah. Um, I, hope that, I hope that's where it's Fresh been around for a while. Like, why aren't they in these title pictures in the big stages? He so, could have been in the in the category of breakout male, you know what I mean? Like, cause he's him and him and Luchasaur, they really did a great job last year as a tag and then as solo as single um wrestlers as well. You know what I mean? Um I'm surprised they didn't have a breakout tag team category. That would yeah, they should have threw that up. I mean, they, they 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 beat Panda Express. <laughs> and moving on, FTR <laughs> after the Jungle Boy win ends up attacking Jungle Boy, handcuffing yeah. Luchasaurus, both hands to the ropes. So dispose of him bad. quick, end up beating his ass. We even get Tully Blanchard jumping off the ropes, hitting the uh pile driver. This man has got to be in his 60s. Shout out Tully. Um, shout out to Tully, manager of the year. Um, Not like Arn. Unlike Arn, who's still banned from the barbecue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry, like, Cody. As much as you're in the VIP section, Arn is outside smelling the, smelling the burgers. Not a lot to get in. You're not um, getting in. <laughs> he's just a horrible, useless manager at this point. Today was the first time in a long time that he says, No, no, let me stop you. Let me. Get something in your head. Let me direct you in the right way. He yeah. never does that. And when Cody's in danger, he don't do shit. So, um, so shouts out to Tully Blanchard who actually steps in the ring and gets it done for his team. Yeah. So you know what I mean. But dope, dope match. Um, like yo, cool yo, Jungle Boy is gonna be all right, man. He he's ready. That boy came a long way. He's it looked like he's improving every match. You know what I mean. But go ahead. Next so, up. Um, we get like, I don't know if this was a WCW homage, but we get a backstage uh like trashing of Darby Allen's vendor, yeah, uh, his merch vendor. They whooped Team Taz whooped the whooped everybody's ass, destroyed everything. It was it Ricky Starks that lifted the man above his head and slammed him through a table, like Put a, yeah, he put him through the table, like like a um I like I think it was like a Scott Hall um raises edge type. Shit, I think, right? Uh, he, I could be no, wrong. He had him straight, like, you know, body press slam. And then, and then Brian Cage, he did the the the, the same shit that that Kevin Nash did, where he threw Rey Mysterio. Darted, the darted the dude. Yeah, he did the same thing with the other dude. Uh, and a lot of homages tonight to the old WCW. Um, and as always, and I want Team Taz in a bigger position, and I think they're finally fighting and clawing. And I think by the end of this year, maybe middle of this year, we'll finally get Team Taz in a position that they're finally, you know, the big guys in AEW. Yeah. Um, hashtag, table, as a huge table, they look hashtag real recognize the FTW championship. Real, like, you know right. what I mean? Will Hobbs is looking good. You know what I mean? He was out there whipping. Yo, that, they're going to be a, a, a problem as a, as a heel stable for a while. You know what I'm saying? Keep them, keep them the way it is. You know, Taz could cut a great promo again with his autism. Like, yo, his he, even Hook was doing promo. something. Like, it should inspire, man. I, I love Team Taz. You know what I mean? They, 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 they're amazing. They're gonna be all right under Taz. Yeah. So, um, obviously they have the issues with Sting and Darby, but we'll see more of that over the next five weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, we have next up Dr. Britt Baker versus Shayna. Um, in my eyes, breakout star of the year, Dr. Britt Baker versus Shayna. Super Saiyan Shayna, this was a good match. Yeah. Showcased uh, a lot of both women. It wasn't a squash by no means. Made Britt Baker look dominant, but also made Shayna look really good. Yeah, she, um, she was dope. We need, we need more performances like this from the women. We need more uh, women showcased who are actually a part of AEW roster. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm glad Shayna is back. Shayna got this opportunity. But Dr. Bit Britt Breaker with the submission victory with the lockjaw. Um, pulls out the purple dipset glove on. Yeah, the Laffy Taffy. The Laffy Taffy. <laughs> um, pulls out the glove, hits it with the lockjaw. So, you know, win, dominant win for Britt Baker. Thunder Rosa ends up coming out. Britt Baker obviously trying to do the heel thing, attacking her after the match. Thunder Rosa makes the save, um, almost busts her ass. Yeah, you see that? Get on Britt Baker's ass. She almost bust her ass from running out the ring. Like, I saw that shit, and at least she ain't bust her ass. Like, she caught herself, but she tripped, though. It was only, 
It was an almost. It was almost. <laughs> yes. What do you think, Focus? What do you think about that match? I think it was good. I, it's good to see uh, Shanna back from, uh, I think she's from France right now. I, but I think she moved to the United States yeah, during oh, the pandemic. Probably the visa issues that got her kind of. Not yeah, so yeah. I think she, I think what happened. I think she, now she lives in the United States, so now she's able to uh, attend more AEW tapings now. So she came back during dark a couple weeks ago. So now she's, uh, I guess she's starting to go on Dynamite, which is pretty good. It's good to see more uh, women competitors and. You know, I think it was good. Uh, he'll work by Britt Baker having uh, Rebel, not Reba, um, interfere in the match. And, you know, and it cost Shanna the, the match. And, you know, it made both of them look, look uh, it made Britt Baker look more like a heel and it made uh, Shanna not look like, uh, like, a, like a jobber in the field. Like a jobber, yeah. Yeah. I like Shanna, like like the couple of matches I've seen her on dark, she's actually very impressive. I like her finisher, the the tiger suplex with the double arm suplex is kind of is kind of dope. Yeah. And, um I think she's gonna be all right. She's another one that I'm I'm interested in, in seeing her in the future. And that's a good addition for the women's division right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I agree. I want to see more women showcase and women that actually can are not so green. Maybe they need a little bit of work here and there, but the in-ring work. Has to yeah. be there. And Shayna's one of those, along exactly. with um what what's her name? Uh she was on Dark the other night. Uh oh. what's her name? Last week or did or yesterday? La uh, last week. She was on Dark last week. Short stocky. Layla Hurst. Yeah, Layla Hurst. Layla Hurst is another one that I would kind of want to showcase a little bit more. So yeah. hopefully we get that. This was a good match and a good continuation of the Thunder Rosa Rip Baker situation. Thunder Rosa and the NWA, you know, kind of bracket situation is the best thing going on in AEW. Sadly, no AEW women's threads are are hitting for me right now. Yeah. So let, let's move on. Though. So this was a good showcase for for Shanna. She she's gonna be all right. So she's the number one on the come up. That's yeah. gonna be impressive. So moving on to the main event of the evening, the Good Brothers and Young Bucks versus the Dark Order. We have a promo before um they they go out. A lot of too sweet stuff. Kenny kind of coming out. We have like this awkward situation with Don Callis acting like the Bucks beat the shit out of him. The Bucks kind of seeming like they don't know where this damage came from this type of damage came from so obviously Don Callis exaggerating the situation yeah. Kenny looking kind of upset at the Bucks but they got it together um too sweet start the match this was a great match uh between the Bucks and the Dark Order um shout out Stu Grayson he was going crazy when he got tagged in and um, shout out John Silver. Like, yo, they got some impressive wrestlers on the Dark Order, man. Like, all of them get, all of them could go. And when they, when they, when they on fire, they on fire for real. And, Definitely. Um, and you know, what I mean, of now, course, the the Dark Order has down my favorite faction in AEW right now, just because they got, you know, an all around good good situation going. Most of them all got uh, good chemistry. You could put, put them all. You could even mix them up. On tag teams and they still like they yeah, all they're got still great. Um, I like Uno and Stu. I like um Silva and, and yeah. Reynolds. Like you no, know, they all dope. They all dope in their own way. I mean, even if, even if five and ten is pretty good together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and like, then all and then sometimes they do trios and it's and they take it up another level and everything. They, they have they have a lot of good chemistry in the ring and yeah. from the whole the whole group and not just the tag teams. Yeah, so yeah. Gotta... The, the young bucks tonight looking in good form. I know one of them were injured, so they actually really look good in this match. We finally got the muscle driver back, flipping off of the rope. So, you know, that's a testament, I guess, to where they at as far as recovery and stuff. Yeah. Um, there was no tension as far as the good brothers and the young bucks in the actual match, but after they win, 
the Bucks pretty much announced the stipulation for the next for the match next week, and they they have this tag team battle royal. I think it was yeah, tag team for the number one contender spot for their match. And job. they're involved in the match, and if they're the winning tag team, they get to choose their opponents. If they lose, then obviously the winning tag team because the number one contenders. When they mention the fact that they get to choose their opponents, that's when they turn to Gallows and Anderson and allude to the fact that we might challenge you guys. So when that situation comes, all hell breaks loose. We end up getting Ray... Uh, Ray Phoenix came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, Ray Phoenix like a, like a damn bullet. Moxley coming in, hitting the, a crazy um, DDT to, to Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega sold... The hell out of yo, that it looked thing. like he caught like a seizure. Yo, it was, it was, it was, that was like an RVD cell right there. <laughs> yo, like it was crazy. He got, he got hit right on his head and stood in the air for a couple seconds. Five seconds, like he caught a seizure. His leg and, was like all over the Ray place. Phoenix diving out the ring. Yeah. To the barricade. Damn near flipped over the barricade. He landed on the barricade. And yeah, got, like, like one leg yeah. over, sitting on it. Chilling, like, yo. I thought he was gonna break his neck with that fucking shit. Yo, Ray Phoenix is a fucking monster. There's like, a reason he was high flyer of the year. That's what the one, like the one category so that I really agreed with. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, I, I think that is the only one we all agree with. <laughs> Ray Phoenix, man, he's crazy, yo. That 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 guy, that boy could go. He's crazy, so, man. Overall, what do you guys think about um this last match, the storylines, and um the overall show? I think this was the second, um, the second best match of the night. Um, I give it an eight. The yo, that 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 quadruple super kick to Stu Grayson. Oh my oh, god! Oh yeah, at four corner. Yo, one of them, one of them put him in the super throat. One of them put him in the throat. Like I saw, he ain't even he ain't even block it. Like he got kicked. Bro, he, he that that man. God bless that man. He's been taking a lot of a lot like of that. Not that was, I think that was the highlight of the match when I saw that shit. I was like, I like that one hurt. Yeah, you got to see a, a bullet club elite. I, what are they being called? Because they're calling themselves the the bullet club and elite. I don't they're, fucking they're, know they're, they're the elite. The I'm elite hoping that <laughs> the Bucks split off and stop dealing with their bullshit, that they bring in the Gorillas of Destiny and they join the elite and you know, we got the elite versus the Bullet Club. What we nah, Kamatanga will never join with up with the Young Bucks. He hates them like this. Who? <laughs> I don't think Tama will join with, join with the Young Bucks. Well, yeah. so, somehow they should mix in the God into this uh, package. I I don't know. I don't know where this is going, we'll but where it goes. But well, um, yeah, I, I'm guessing it's gonna go the way Young Bucks want. They're gonna end up in uh, Gallows and Anderson versus them, probably yeah. for both. Both sets of titles, who knows? Unification. So, well, um, yeah, I give it an eight point five, man. What y'all give it? I give the show an eight point five. Yeah, I give it an eight. So this was That's definitely a, a big rebound over the past two weeks. Week. Hell yeah! Past last two weeks, week. we've been and, really and, and, and it was and it was just a, a setup for next week. It pretty much, but you know we've been really harsh the last two weeks. Last week, especially Super Botch Fest. Um, I, I said it was the worst episode of Dynamite um ever, and this was a great rebound for this week. So did enjoy the storylines, did enjoy uh most of the matches. Yeah. Uh what more can I say? Great rebound. Um almost was dope, you know what I mean? Definitely good job, y'all. Salute about you know what I mean. Caught it, caught y'all yeah, got it. Bro. We can do this all day. So we that being said. EA, where can they find you? You'll find me on Twitter at E-D-O-T-A. That's e at E-D-A. You can also find me in the Facebook group, Kayfabe Avenue Facebook group. Send the hate mail, send the love mail, join the discussion, leave your, your, your comments or any whatever y'all want to talk about. Y'all want us to talk about something, leave it with us. We'll, hand, we'll come up here and talk about it. Focus, where can they find you? Send all my mail to E-D-A. <laughs> and all my packages over there too. Know what I mean, I just want to point out, he literally means that is in his yeah. bio. It says <laughs> all hate so, mail to eat. So we really mean that. Um, he handles so, that. 
So you can find me and you can find us collectively at Kayfabe Avenue on IG, on Twitter, on Facebook. Join the conversation. Go on the YouTube, like, share, and subscribe. Speaking of subscribing, hit that support link on Anchor. Hit that support link on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening from or watching from. Donate yes, what you can. Keep the lights going. Keep this KVW train going. So Sasson, we need that Sasson. Need that Sasson. You know what I'm saying? Got straight <laughs> new Sasson on it, baby. You already know. That was the AEW Dynamite wrap up. This has been KVW and Kenny. Take us home. Bye. <laughs> and good night. Bad.